Happy Hump Day, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsports. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, pretty and pink again. He's got like a pink blue thing going on this week, Mister Andy. Yeah, Waller. I have two pink sweatshirts in Minnesota. Yeah, two pink sweatshirts, and I've worn them. Not bad, but also not good. Uh, snow day, so the kids are at home doing Lord knows what Ooh. with God knows who um, by themselves. So I will have to leave work a little bit early because I didn't have a chance to clean up the driveway. It just got like another five, six inches of snow. Honestly, they call snow off so quickly or school off so quickly nowadays. Like back in my day, back in my day, Grandpa Andy. But like uphill both ways through two feet of snow. Well, they used some common sense, I guess. It was just like, well, the kids who live in the country might not be here till the afternoon or they might not get here at all. Now it's like, I, I got the call. And so due to township and county roads being a little bit bad, we're calling off school for everybody. I mean, there's kids that like live right across from the school. Do you those have kids should delay? have to go. They did the two hour delay. delay. I woke up to the two hour delay, but then by the time I was getting the kids up and getting them actually ready to go, I got the other call. So no school today. I need to go clean up a little more snow. And I was just, I mentioned caroling right before we got on. What's worse, having to go caroling or having to stand there and listen to someone carol at your door? That's a toss up. The Both are the cringiest fucking things about the season right? i think going caroling because it's just overall more caroling and you're negatively impacting a lot more people whereas if you just open your door i mean really if you want you could just close it i think walking to your house you live in the middle of nowhere no and that, that's the thing that's the beauty of living in the country i don't get people selling me stuff anymore but honestly like power rankings caroling is behind everything like i would rather have someone trying to sell me knives or a vacuum door to door I would rather have a Jehovah or a Mormon or a spaghetti monster, or whatever. I would rather have those come to my door, uh, a politician, any of those people. I would rather have over carolers. It is the most awkward social situation there is. Like, I do I tip them? I don't. How how long do I have to stand here? Is it rude to just leave? Oh my god! I used to, I used to make my wife just go out. Like, I have to I have to poop. I'm for as long as this takes. I'm done. Don't show up to Andy's house caroling, folks. That's the big lesson here. I think we've lost Andy somehow. Um, there is he back, producer Dan. Yeah, did you see that? I'm hey, here. He disappeared. You're back now. Okay, we're good. It, it just—it's like the screen faded. Like I was having some sort of a stroke, but I, no, I'm fine. Um, tonight, <laughs> Thursday night football kind of snuck up on us with the World Cup and other stuff going on. But 49ers Seahawks, this would have been a bit of a better game, I suppose, if both teams had won or both teams had lost last week. But it's a little more anticlimactic. This will pretty much end any chance of the Seahawks winning the division if they don't get this done as a road or a home underdog with the Niners absolutely taking care of business last week and the Seahawks dropping one. Seattle's still in the mix for obviously wildcard positioning. Uh, so every game is still important. But, yeah, this could have been everything for the division. And if the Seahawks were to pull the upset at home, it still would be, hey, you know what? They, they're they tied. They've each won against each other one time. Seahawks are only a game back. They're still starting Brock Purdy. So, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's go. This could be an exciting game, and I have a couple bets in this one. Any thoughts on this before I get to my action? 
I think this is a really hard game to handicap because, you know, everybody saw Brock Purdy come out last week, look great. But now we've got a game of film on him. There should maybe be less adrenaline going there. And not that the quarterback for the 49ers has to do a ton, but I'm not quite sure that this 49ers team should be a three-point favorite on the road, maybe one point, something like that. But three seems like a little too many to me. Yeah, and I will mention, I brought this up. If you watched the deep dive last night, um, I've maybe done this once or twice all year. I maybe do this once or twice all year, but I bet the over withdrew on Sunday, the, the opener show. And then I came back and also bet Seattle. Similar handicaps. But a lot of it is just, uh, and I guess, so here we go, like 30 to nothing San Francisco. But uh, getting that good Seattle plus three and a half felt good. And I even mentioned this last night as we recorded. I said, What did you pay for three and a half, by the way? Just flat. 15? I mean, yeah, flat, no, I mean, this was, this was like Monday, I bet, you know, or Tuesday, okay. Tuesday afternoon, I bet this. So I did expect the market to go that way. I'm happy that it did. And I even said this to Drew. I said, why isn't this Seattle plus three like, Minus 120. I think it should be expensive to get a, a three. That's like you said, it should be San Francisco minus one and a half. Purdy was great, but now he does head to, uh, you know, a road game ahead of a very raucous crowd. I mean, this is still one of the better crowds, one of the better home fields. That said, what do you do to counteract that if you're a smart man like Mr. Shanahan? You run the ball with all your good running backs against a team that can't defend the run for about the past month or more. So San Francisco should have like 250 yards on the ground. They should score. San Francisco also, though, a little bit of a cluster injury, a little bit of a problem, especially in the secondary. This defense is beat up. And DK Metcalf, uh, was it Marquise Goodwin and Mr. Lockett? Oh, Mr. Tyler Lockett. Mr. Pop that is Lockett. a that is a absolute killer. One, two, three. So I think Gino has a nice bounce back, plays well. I think both teams end up in the mid-20s here. I think this total is quite low. And I think it's a three-point game one way or the other. So hoping for, I don't know, 27, 24, either way. Doesn't matter. Don't care who wins. And then, gosh. It's like a I lot of touchdowns I... tonight. Doesn't it, like, not a field goal game? I feel like it's a touchdown game. I don't well, know why. Ideally, it is San Francisco is called heads, and they have won the toss. San Francisco is deferred. The Seattle Seahawks will receive the ball. And here's the kickoff. He's about three deep, but he's going to bring that out. Oh, he has a lane. He has a lane. And boom, all of a sudden, 40 to 1, right off the bat. The over's looking good. My bet's looking <laughs> good. And we cash the DST immediately. But you have a big card today. I love this. Seven pack today. I'm not really sure. Seven spots, seven pack. They don't really organize things in, things in sevens, but seven picks tonight, as Andy already hinted here, got both defense and special teams. These are two teams, um, both in the top five in the NFL in terms of takeaways. Um, Seattle a little better holding on to the ball, but the 49ers certainly turn it over quite a bit. Again, we've got Brock Purdy here in his second game. On the road, uh, both of these numbers much too big for me. Had the 49ers close to 16, 17 to 1. I like the 20 or better that's out there. The Seahawks at 40, again, had that in the high 20s, low 30s. Happy to take 40 to 1 there. Um, we'll go back to the top there, the shortest number on the list. Get your George Kittle stuff in tonight. First touchdown to score a touchdown over receiving yards. I know that the matchup dictates the 49ers run a lot, but whatever Debo Samuel has been out, George Kittle's numbers 
jump. He sees a lot more targets, especially in the red zone. And this Seattle defense, as bad as they've been against the run, have been just as bad, basically, against tight ends. Giving up a lot of yards this year, really easy uh, team to attack. And again, uh, with kind of the deficiencies at linebacker and secondary, I think we're going to see a big George Kittle tonight. I'll definitely have a DFS lineup with him as my captain. Again, talked about the defenses there. Brock Purdy ran in the second touchdown last week. We saw, again, you know, as things break down on plays, he is comfortable rolling out a little bit. Um, we know the 49ers, again, love to run the ball, don't mind running their quarterback. So, again, anything 25 to 1 or better looks pretty good to me on Purdy. Kyle Juszczyk, again, should be a big running game tonight. I think there's a chance we see him maybe get the ball second, you know, goal and on one yard, goal and two yard situation. Also, a pretty good receiving back, which has been a good way to attack this uh, Seattle Seahawks team. So, happy to play Juszczyk or Usage. I never actually look up what it is 30 to 1 Use or better. Check. Yeah, you, you do say the check, use check. I like it. Will Disley, um, you know, if it's not going to be the Jeff Swain first touchdown Memorial Trophy, it might be the Will Disley first touchdown Memorial Trophy. Has a couple already this year. Is someone that for whatever reason, they throw the ball to Noah Fant between the 20s. But once you get into the red zone, it's Will Disley time. Again, not quite sure what that is, but we know the Seahawks, again, like to use a lot of two tight end sets. And although Disley has uh, many fewer targets than Noah Fant does this season, has more red zone targets. So happy to play Disley here. Again, we'll play him pretty much every week at 30 to 1 or better. Geno Smith, um, not sure he's run one in yet, but again, mobile quarterback, going to be a big game tonight. We know the 49ers are generally pretty good against running backs. Tight ends, overall a pretty solid defense, but have given up a few rushing touchdowns at quarterbacks hard this year. So we'll play Geno. And again, talked about the Seahawks um, defense. I think they're being kind of underrated here. If I had to pick one defense, I honestly would pick the Seahawks defense. I don't know why this isn't 30 instead of 40, but happy to play it. So a couple defenses, a couple tight ends, a couple quarterbacks, and a fullback. Not any fullback, though. I mean, this is a fullback that goes out on, like, you know, solid routes. Like, he's going to be 15 yards down the field catching balls on the sideline. We've seen this over and over. So, all right. Yeah, no no soccer for a few days. Saturday is third place. Sunday is the final. It is a jam I know. And it, I, hopefully, it's just a case of Croatia has been to finals and Croatia has been to big matches, and they don't give a shit, whereas Morocco – probably cares. I think it is. Everybody bet the over in that. That's more of a trend thing. Usually wide open play in a match that doesn't really matter. So I think it's like the last 10 Euros and World Cup final third place matches have been like nine and one to the over. It's just uh, one of those things. Everybody bets early because you're going to get a good number. The market's going to move that way. So just a uh, spoiler. I already bet the over in the third place match, but what a weekend because we do get NFL standalone games on Saturday. You get the World Cup third place and finals. You get your normal Sunday football, but also bowl season just starting up as well. There's FCS playoffs going on. It is a, I think Andy Williams is on to something. It might be the most wonderful time of the year. Um, and yes, I think, I don't know what the bet's called in the third place game to hoist the. Uh, consolation plaque. Honestly, I think it's just like to to win the match. Man, would they go to extra time? They should let the third place game tie. Like to have to have penalty kicks for third place would be pretty funny. So I digress though. I finally had a winner in college basketball. I think I'd lost like six straight because that's 
life sometimes, and then it's the breaks. But I tell you what, <clears throat> we kind of hit our stride because the magic, magic all over the place. And the Gophers, uh, I got a little tight at the end. There's about ten, again, my I, somebody reached out to me on Twitter and said, hey, all your bets they're losing are winning at halftime. Like, they're covering the first half line. Should, should you be betting those? I said, no. I've tracked this over a decent sample size. Like, I have as many second-half comebacks as I have, you know, second-half collapses. In fact, like, over the biggest sample size I could find of all my plays, I went back and ran all the first first uh, half numbers, and it, it was, like, 1% less of, of a win rate compared to full game just getting the full sample size does help that said all these teams i think it's like seven games in a row i've won the first half and i haven't bet it so it's on a tear right now and this was no different yesterday they were very tight it was like a three-point game at half and my 17 point dog lost by 16 in the very very winning seconds of things so still covered doesn't matter had sex doesn't matter had sex remember that song love the love those guys but doesn't matter. Covers a cover. And I'm going with a total today. There's not a big card, but this one stuck out. Actually, this is 47 and a half. I think I mistyped this. And I would play this up to like 49. I think this ends up in the mid to upper 150s. These are both top 100 pace, tempo, adjusted tempo, whatever you want to call it, teams. And Colorado is a, a lot, lot, lot better. Like they're a, they're pretty close to a top 50 team for me. And they can they can put it down on people. Like they've had some games. They haven't actually played a, a team this bad yet. Um, this will be the easiest game they've had. But even against A and M, they put up 103. They've had some games when they play a team with tough defense, like a tough team. They played Boise. They played Arizona State. Their offense can get stuck in the mud. They've only scored like 60, 50 some points against those teams. But when they play a shitty team. Like you know, Colorado State last Thursday, they put up 93. Like they have a, a offense that's efficient. It can run. It's a, it's the which what's what's our girl for tennis? The Mendoza line girl. Mertens. Mertens. It is like the Mertens thing. When they play a good team with a good defense, they're slowed down a little, and it's not looking that great. But when they play a bad team, this offense is just gonna, you know, throttle. And this is the worst team they've played yet. That said, North Alabama runs fast too. Actually, they're a faster tempo team, I believe, and they they have a decent enough offense. I think they can get to 65-70 in this one. So final score, 85-71 for me. I'm going to play over 147 and a half. And let's get to the pros. Indeed. A pretty small slate tonight. Again, it's Thursday. The NFL is too afraid, but or the, sorry, the NBA is too afraid of the NFL. Um, oh. But we'll see. Maybe the football game will be good tonight. Two underdogs. I'm sorry, an underdog and a favorite I like tonight amongst the four games. Um, you know, nothing for me in this Pelicans Jazz game. I know I played the Pelicans basically at the same spread at the same spot a couple days ago. Um, injury report looks a little worse for the Pelicans tonight. May end up playing that, but Laid off of it for now. And then the Phoenix Suns LA Clippers game. Would love to bet a Clippers over. The pace was great last night, but really hard to trust them um, given the shooting. And it's a back to back. So I expect maybe some injury nonsense with Kawhi or Paul George. So if you're thinking about playing that Clippers Phoenix game, pay attention this afternoon to what some of the injury reports are going to do and see where the line moves. So maybe you can try to get ahead of some of that stuff. But 
Two bets I do like. The Houston Rockets have been absolutely great for us. Again, as long as they're not playing in Denver, this team seems to be able to cover numbers. They've been really good at home. They're four-point underdogs tonight to a Heat team that's going to be on a back-to-back tonight. Um, did win against Oklahoma City last night, but it was a close grinded out game Tyler Hero played a ton of minutes on an ankle it's not a hundred percent I think there's a chance maybe he misses tonight Jimmy Butler should be out again tonight so another short lineup for Miami Heat team going up against a young underdog at home I'm going to take the points I really like the Rockets here um if you want to play the money line at plus 155 plus 160 go ahead I haven't done that yet still kind of looking at that number but four looks great I had this game closer to two the Memphis Grizzlies minus two Favorites at home over the Milwaukee Bucks. The Milwaukee Bucks have been pretty good this season, but no Drew Holiday tonight. Going to be a really tough travel spot. The Bucks are in kind of this weird stretch where it's home game, road game, home game, road game, home game, road game for a little while. And this is their last road game before they go home for a short stretch. Always a tough spot. This Grizzlies team has been really resilient. They're finally starting to get healthy. Still no Desmond Bain, but this team is as many as any team has enough centers and big guys here to try to slow down Giannis. I think as long as Jaron Jackson Jr. can stay out of foul trouble, it'll be interesting to see how he does trying to guard Giannis tonight. Again, not that anybody can, but they've got enough guys that at least give him some trouble. John Morant has been fantastic, and without Drew Holiday, it's going to be a really tough matchup for the Bucs. I had the Grizzlies four and a half, almost five-point favorite, so happy to lay the two here. Again, Rockets is underdogs, Grizzlies minus two. You know, Jason, I'm not a very big prop better. Not a whole lot sticks out to me. I'm trying to think if maybe there's some angles, but yeah, sorry, I don't have any props. Yeah, it's hard to grab one right off the top of your head. I'm trying to think of, you know, the, the guys who bet props every day that I see are successful, especially like when I see them in a column overs. Yeah, I mean, they're betting I'll like steal 90 from Rick, Rick Camp. <laughs> 90, yeah, 90% of them are unders. I don't want to give you that. That's no fun. Yeah, Rick Camp, if you don't follow him on Twitter, at Rick C. Camp, he does a great job with player props. Also has one of my favorite non-sports podcasts, Andy, the I'm Fat podcast, where they just talk about food and all sorts of wonderful stuff. I don't know if you've had a chance to listen to that, but yeah, I yeah have, check out I Rick. Rick's a, good, Rick's a good cat. And the rundown says no tennis, but the match that's going on right now has taken much longer than I expected. So if you're listening live right now, Lucia Bronzetti is walking onto court. This match is going to start in the next three minutes go ahead and bet her at plus 100 or better i'm looking at plus 110 right now against clara burrell so um didn't expect to have a tennis pick that match was supposed to start like 15 minutes ago but the mystery and magic of tennis andy for the next three minutes i'm not sure if anyone's old enough to remember that song dr hooks sylvia's mother worth looking up if you like yourself some 70s soft rock actually that was just a good band dr hook fucking rules anyway we're gonna head i'm gonna go listen to some dr hook you guys go hit the thumbs up enjoy your thursday have fun i'll see you later on today halftime with drew uh of tonight's nfl game we're gonna come up with the second half bet. that's all i need i have first touchdown scores i bet the side in the total you know what i can use a halftime bet too jesus christ let's do it probably andy all right until tomorrow.